there, and welcome back to Take One, the podcast that brings you just one detailed page of Talmud every day. Friends, we signed off last week by concluding our long and wonderful account of everything that the Kohen Gadol, the high priest, does during his service on Yom Kippur. But we begin this week with a little bit of a troubling thing. One thing, if you read closely, which of course you should be doing as you study Talmud, seems to be a little bit out of whack. And it's here in our pages today, Yoma 70 and 71. Have a listen. As the whole portion of the service of the day detailed in Leviticus is written in this order, and the service must be performed in that order, except for this verse, which is stated out of order and is performed only later. The verse detailing his, or the Kohen Gadol, the high priest's re-entry, Leviticus 16.23, is written before the verse detailing the sacrifice of the rams, Leviticus 16.24. But in fact, the re-entry occurs only after the sacrifice of the rams. Now, we have studied enough Talmud to know right now that we are, as a people, fastidious, meticulous about the precise order of everything. And this is the most important, holiest day of the year, the greatest ceremony, entering the Holy of the Holies. And here we have this suggestion that maybe there are some things, some elements of this sermon that are out of order, out of whack with what's written in the Bible. This confuses me a great deal. And once again, I turn to my friend and my teacher and yours, Rabbi David Bashevkin, to help me make sense of this mystery. Hello. Liel, what a absolute joy to be here. And really, ladies and gentlemen, you may need to hold on tight. And this might be, I feel like, the last time I'm ever invited on because <laughs> this is a drop technical. I'm not going to get into the weeds but I would almost suggest that given that we have been going through close to, you know, we're, we're 70 pages into this tractate, what I would ask our listeners to do to understand really the depths of, of this, what the Talmud is highlighting here, that something is out of order, I would almost ask you to open up, find a Bible in your house, and open up to the 16th chapter of Leviticus and look at the way that the Bible retells the story of the service of the Kohen Gadol, the high priest, on Yom Kippur. And what the Talmud is noticing now is that the service that we perform on Yom Kippur is not really in the same order that we have. There's one like kink in the armor in that everything matches up except this one difference. And if you look at this 16th chapter of Leviticus, it's the beginning of the Parsha that we call Achare Mos, which is after the death of Aaron's sons, there's something so unusual in the way this is written. The Torah opens up and says that you cannot enter into the Holy of Holies whenever you want. It's talking specifically to Aaron after the death of his sons. And it says, you need to enter specifically with this ritual. 
and then it details the Yom Kippur ritual that we're familiar with, with this one distinction. And it's like frustrating. Like, why is this the one thing that's different? And then finally, if, if you read along, and I really ask you, like, do yourself that favor, that joyousness of opening up the Torah's retelling of the Talmudic tractate we've been studying. And then at the very end, then the Torah tells us the idea of Yom Kippur and how we're going to do this every year. So there's a marvelous idea that I want to share with you that's kind of well-known in certain circles. I only found out about it semi-recently from the Vilna Gon, Rev. Elijah of Vilna, that great 18th century scholar, who says something that I found so jaw-dropping that even if I never get invited back, I felt compelled to tell it to you today. And here's the basic idea. The Vilna Gon says that when Aaron was told about his entrance into the Holy of Holies, that most intimate space that we know of today, and was given the service that we now know of as the Yom Kippur service, when this was given to Aaron originally, he was allowed to enter and use this service to enter into the Holy of Holies whenever he wanted. It wasn't just for Yom Kippur. Originally, the entrance into the Holy of Holies, this ritual that in our minds has become so synonymous with Yom Kippur, originally was handed over to Aaron, and he could use it to enter into the Holy of Holies whenever he wanted. And it was only afterwards, in later generations, that it became a ritual that we were only allowed to enter specifically on Yom Kippur. But originally, when it was first constructed, he was allowed to enter whenever he wanted. And I think that this message, this idea that the original description of entering the Holy of Holies was whenever you wanted, it was always accessible, and it was only later that it became synonymous with Yom Kippur, is something marvelous. So I think that it tells us something about the experience that we have on Yom Kippur and what we can still experience the rest of the year. If in fact this reading of the Vilna Gon is correct and the original presentation of the entrance into that most intimate space of the Holy of Holies, the Kodesh HaKadoshim, was whenever Aharon wanted so long as he used this ritual, that tells us one fundamental thing. Essentially, the Holy of Holies is always accessible, is always within reach. That yes, in future generations, this became synonymous with Yom Kippur. It became synonymous with that most holy day of the year. But foundationally, what we need to remember is that for the rest of our lives, the Holy of Holies is something that we can always access, we can always reach out to, and ultimately, we can always enter. Amen, Selah, Rabbi Bashevkin. That conclusion alone was worth the intellectual trek. Thank you so much for being our guest. My absolute pleasure. This has been Take One, a production of Tablet Studios. If you enjoy this show, and I hope you do, please go and rate and review us on iTunes or whatever platform you use to listen to podcasts. Each week, we'll be releasing new episodes Monday through Friday, covering the entire weekly portion of Daf Yomi. I'm your host, Leah Liebowitz. 
And our producers are Josh Cross, Sarah Fredman-Ader, and Robert Scarmuccia. For more information, go to tabletmag.com slash takeone or email us at takeone at tabletmag.com. You could find us on Twitter at takeonedafyomi or join our Facebook group by searching for Take One Podcast. I hope we've made your day a little bit more Talmudic and we'll see you again soon. Thank you.